When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album. I am the author of the book, Tuesdays with Maury, which just turned 25 years old this past month, August. And still hard to believe, uh, but boy, it's brought such a wonderful surge of people who have written me and texted me and sent photographs of their books crinkled and coffee stained and, and, and folded and pages turned saying, boy, I didn't realize it was 25 years ago when I read this, the book had such an effect on me. I went back and read it again and it, now it has a whole new meaning to me. And I can understand that. First of all, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and humbled by that. Thank you. But I can understand it because as we talk on this podcast, the lessons that I learned sitting alongside my old professor back when I was 37 years old and he was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease, I ingested during that time as a young man looking for some guidance as to how to live out my life. Now talking about it as a man in my 60s, I ingest it as an evaluation of how I have already lived my life and what's left to be done in the years that I still have left, and how much those years now are starting to concern themselves with the things that were important to Maury, which quite frankly, back when I was 37, weren't important to me. So it's been a great eye-opener for myself as well. I've kind of dusted off my own coffee-stained, dog-eared version of the book through these podcasts and been able to revisit so much of it. And I'm grateful to do that. I'm grateful to my producer, Lisa Goitsch, who's alongside as always, who helps put this all together and enables us to have this chance to reflect. Lisa, you're doing well, I hope. I am okay, Mitch. Uh, doing okay. It's hot here in Los Angeles. And uh, and by the way, we are getting a lot of really good praise for you and for Maury and for the play and for the anniversary online. And did you see the pictures I sent you? Oh, the drawings! Yeah, one of our one of our listeners drew a picture of each of us, <laughs> which yeah. that's my first picture beautiful. I've ever had drawn of me. It was beautiful. Yeah, if you can get her name for us here, I had it here, uh, and I don't have it right in front of me, but she is from the Philippines, I believe. Yes, I believe she's from the Philippines. And uh, we uh, want to thank her and acknowledge her for those beautiful drawings, uh, like sketches. Uh, yes, I don't know. I, since clearly she's in the Philippines, she's not looking at me in person. It's pretty darn good. I don't know where right. she's drawing these images from, but uh, it looks a lot like me. So thank you. You know, your mouth on it, I have to say the mouth with, to me was um, identical. Her name was Joanne Austria. Well, Joanne Austria from the Philippines. Uh, thank you for sending along those drawings. <laughs> we appreciate it. And thank, thanks to all of you for the, uh, the nice 
the nice sentiments about Tuesdays with Maury. It means a lot to me. And we're, uh, we're continuing to draw wisdom from, from a teacher who continues to teach it. And I wanted to talk today a little bit about going back to school. So this is the time of year when kids return to school. No doubt some of you already have your kids in school. Back when we were going to school, there was an unwritten law that nobody returned to school until after Labor Day. That's that was just true. unheard of. Now yes. schools regularly start in August, and they do so because I think they have so many holidays and they have so many breaks. They have the the, the Christmas break and the mid spring break and the mid mid spring break and the <laughs> uh, and the mental health break and all the others. So I think that th- they start in August because they have so many interruptions. They still want to finish in June, but. It's that time of year when people go back to school, and particularly go back to college. And I just dropped off, as I detailed, I think, last week. Uh, the I dropped off our kids at college uh, from Haiti, which was a great experience. And as they walked into the dorms and found their rooms and started to get their course syllabuses and things like that, I began to think as I drove home from that, you know, for so much of our early lives, September and the dawn of September, represented a new start. It re- mm-hmm. represented a new year, right, Lisa? Oh, okay, yes. Who, we, who are we going to have this year? Mm. What teacher are we going to have this year? What uh, room are we going to be in this year? In some years, it was, what building are we going to? Now we're going to yes. the middle school. Ooh, the middle school. It was oh, so Oh, now we're great. going to the high school. What's high school going to be? Where's my locker going to be this year? Uh, that, I then, still have dreams about that, by the way. Do you? Like that I get lost and I can't find my locker and I can't find my class? Horrible. Hated the first day in a new school because yeah. you your way around. Especially well, then college must have been traumatic for you. Horrifying. Especially yes, as it got more and more advanced and the buildings got bigger, I was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, 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 I think a lot of that's universal. I think the fears that we have, the anticipations, the excitements, the getting to know you's all that. And then what happens is after approximately what you start school at five, let's say maybe four or three, if you're counting kindergarten, so nearly 20 years, if you go through college and maybe even more, if you go through graduate school, nearly 20 years of a habit of Mm -hmm. restarting in September comes to a dead stop. And you recognize this the first time that June rolls around in your mm-hmm. job and your body <laughs> clock says, okay, time to take a break now. We're going to disappear from this for a couple of months, right? And then you find out, no, June is just another week. And then July is just another month. Right. And August, you have to work through August? Whoever heard of such a thing? Yeah, and the calendar becomes it, a 12-month-a-year calendar instead of a nine-month-a-year It does. And September does not bring new clothes. And that's the most depressing part right. of it all. <laughs> well, and that's exactly what I, uh, not the new clothes part, but that's what I want to, well, maybe the new clothes part I want to talk about, <laughs> in that I think we lose something by breaking that pattern of rebirth, reexamination, restarting that we do in September. And I would suggest that maybe you consider in your own way Going back to school hmm. this month, not physically, but emotionally and spiritually and mentally in terms of some of the things that we used to always have to do by habit 
that we now have fallen out of could actually be very good for us to try. So let's walk through what are some of the things that happened, used to happen every September, particularly when we were in college. And that's where I met Maury on the very first day of classes at Brandeis University. I, I've told this story before where he called my name out and roll. I was about to drop the class. Yes. He called my <laughs> name. And if I had dropped the class, uh, and in fact, let me start with this story. I was going to drop the class because it was too small. There were only nine kids in it. And I wanted a class that had like 50 or 100 kids so that if I wasn't there, if I had to sleep late or cut the class or whatever, they wouldn't know I wasn't there. Nobody would know. Nobody would know. So I went to drop the class and he started to call roll and I heard my name called. So I slid back in and uh, I ended up taking his class. And then I ended up taking all the other classes that he taught me. And then I ended up being hugely influenced by him. And then I ended up writing a book by him. And then I ended up, you know, uh, with this and where we are. So what did I learn from that? That when you push yourself out of your comfort zone, which was a big class where I could hide, good things will happen. Mm -hmm. So step one, you can write these down because I think there's going to be about five of them. Step one, push yourself out of your comfort zone every September. Go do something that you have been thinking about doing, but you've had hesitation about doing it. Push yourself over the edge. Take that class, sign up for it, go into the class that's small, that the in you know the the, the figurative, not the literal, but the figural yes. figurative class that's too small for you, but do it anyway. Because what happens is we say we're going to do it next year, but next year is the same as this year, and mm -hmm. next year after that is the same as the year after, and so the years run together, and we don't have this break. So use September to kind of go back to school and force yourself to take a chance on something that you've been meaning to do. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's step number one. Number two. What happens every September? You move into a, a college, a new dorm, right? Sometimes oh. you get a new roommate. I guess. Some, sometimes you just get a, a, a new next door neighbor, right? But yes. the cast changes. Yes. Right? The cast changes. No matter how much you might have liked where you were the year before, even if you're in a frat house, the cast changes because people graduate. Right? Yes. And they move and, on. And new freshmen come in. New freshmen come in. Mm -hmm. So, step two <gasps> make a new friend. 
Oh, I thought you were going to tell me to go move into a dorm. Teddy, I'm leaving. I'm going to the dorm. <laughs> uh, well, that would be one way to make a new friend. Uh, you could move into somebody's dorm. I'm sure you'd make a lot of good friends, Lisa. They'd say, what are you doing here? But they'd make a lot of friends. Okay. So make a new friend. Put yourself, now I don't mean you just walk down the street and just start talking to somebody, but put yourself in a situation where you're going to meet some new people. One thing that we do, and I'm very guilty of this too, and and I, I, I joke around that I ascribe now to the philosophy, I'm too old to be breaking in new people. Uh -huh. I say that all the time. But there's part of me that knows that while that's a cute sentence, it's also not a great way to live because there are new and interesting people out there that you haven't met yet. And they don't need to replace your lifelong friends, particularly if you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. You're not going to find somebody who you're going to be as close with as no. the people you are. But ask yourself, have you gotten into a little bit of a rut of just seeing the same people all the time, just eating dinner with the same people all the time, just conversing with the same people all the time? And you almost know what the conversation is going to be before you yeah. even get there. So wouldn't it be interesting to introduce a new person into that thing? Have a cup of coffee with a new person. Go listen to a lecture or take a, you know, a seminar or go attend a a, a, a judo class or a yoga class or something like that, where you might just run into some new people and have some new conversations and have a cup of coffee with somebody and just get a fresh perspective. I find when I do meet somebody now at this age that I enjoy their company, I, uh -huh. I don't kid myself like, oh, we're going to be best friends now. You know, let's, let's start <laughs> organizing trips together. I just walk away from the encounter saying, hey, I enjoyed that conversation. You know, that, yeah. was, that was fun to talk to somebody with a little bit of a different perspective. And, and uh, I feel refreshed. I feel like renewed. I, I feel like I'm still part of the human race. Uh, yes. I haven't been put in a box where I, okay, that's your spot and you can't meet anybody new out here. So right. that's number two. Force yourself into the new roommate, or maybe not the new roommate, the new next door neighbor, the new sweet mate, the new member of your uh, fraternity, uh, and, and expand your horizons a little bit instead of only talking to the same people that you always talk to. Is that something you could pull off? Oh, absolutely. I could do it. Well, I did it. You know what? I take these classes at UCLA. I'm in the creative writers program, getting my uh -huh. certification. And I met a guy, my last class, who's now one of my good besties. I call him my sub hub. He's my substitute husband. Uh -huh. So he, he hangs out with me. We go places. Um, uh, He's going to a thing with me in September. All the things Teddy doesn't want to do, he goes with me. Uh -huh. So we hang out. And he's like well, my new friend cool. now. Yeah. And you met him just recently. He was in my writing class. Yeah. yeah. So this is in the past year. Yeah. And it was yeah. sort of like, you know. Well, there you a, go. And I love him. Like, we're really good pals, you know. I wouldn't take this any further than no, you. No, don't before. worry. Because you've already, you've already said we, we go places when Teddy yeah, doesn't want to. We're going not, someplace. And I love him. Let's, it's we're going to cut it off right there. It's biologically impossible for us to fall in love. Okay. <laughs> we're going to leave it at that. Yes. But meeting new people is, is a good thing. And force yourself into that situation. Okay, number three. Every semester at college, you would have to take a class. Some you wanted to take, some you were forced to take, but you had to take a new class. You could never go back and take the old class, right? Mm -hmm. You couldn't. You already did it, right? That was a good thing. The college didn't mimic life. Now, yes. that doesn't really mimic life. What, does, what do we do in life? 
We put on the same movie that we've seen a bunch of times. We mm. put on The Office. How mm. many times have you watched The Office? I've watched every episode of The Office at least 10 times. And I'll probably end up watching it 11 and 12 times. Right. Uh, and we, we watch the same things. We watch the same programs. We hang out with the same people. We're not forced into learning anything new. Go out and force yourself to learn something new. Maybe right. that means taking a, a little class. There are so many little classes. You could take adult education classes, art classes, judo classes, uh, yoga classes, like I mentioned before, uh, uh, you know, uh, pickleball classes. Just something new. Force yourself to do what college used to do for you. They would send you your, you know, here are your requirements. You need to take this. And you didn't have much choice. You had to take the class. But once they stopped forcing you into taking new classes, many of us stopped learning new things. Force yourself into a new educational environment. I don't necessarily mean books education-wise, but learning something new. Or yes. even at the very least, if it's hard to get out, put on a documentary about some subject matter. There is such a rich treasure trove now of information about subjects that you might have always wanted to study, but you said, well, I don't want to read 10 books about it or whatever. If you go even to Amazon uh, uh, Video, Amazon Prime Video, Amazon, I just mentioned because they seem to do more of this than anybody. Their yeah. documentary library is massively extensive. It you is. can find documentaries on pretty much anybody or anything in there. Yeah. And sit and watch one of those for an hour instead of the same old program that you always watch. Yeah. And treat it like a new class. And there's also workshops like that are very affordable. I take a bunch of workshops online that are like $25 and it's for a whole like 12 week class. You know, it's mm -hmm. pretty, those are pretty good. You can do them for anything, you know, so lots right. to learn. Right. Uh, okay. Here's uh, a fourth and maybe final one. Every year in college, you got put into a class where there was a professor. Mm. Once in a blue moon, you got lucky and you got Maury. Go out and see if you can find a new Maury. Find a new Maury. Find a, an older person who has some wisdom to share with you on some subject. I ah. promise you, you will feel rewarded. I promise you, you will feel that it was worthwhile. No matter how old you are, unless you're listening to us in your 90s, in which case you get a pass on number four. No matter how old you are, there's somebody older that you can still learn something from. And I cherish that, especially as we get older and we lose the older people in our lives. Yes. You know, we've lost our parents. We've lost our grandparents. We've lost our old teachers. We don't realize how much we still hunger for that wisdom and that guidance. If you can find someone in your life, maybe it's an old clergyman, a retired pastor, a retired rabbi, you know, the current rabbis, the current pastors, the current priests at, at your church uh, are, are kind of, you know, we just accept them, although that's, yeah. who we, that's who we have, that's who we have. But what happens to the people who retire? Yeah. They become emeritus. They're out there and in many cases are just hungering to still be in touch with their congregation. Yes, for and, sure. And, and share wisdom. So find the old person. You don't have to be a mentor per se. They don't have to guide every element of your life. But find someone older than you. Yeah. And, and share in their wisdom. So that's four ways that you can go back to school 
in your own kind of you know, life, in your own small way. Four different steps that will give you that, that feeling of renewal that September always used to bring, but no longer does. And do it this month coming up. Do it in September and share with us step one, step two, step three, and step four, how, how well you did, if it worked out, if, if it proved to be true. I'm pretty sure you're going to find, if you try any of those steps, that you feel like, hey, you know, I, I just enjoyed the newness of the experience. Yes. And, and that's what we always kind of felt in September back in the school years, right? Like yes. there was a nervousness of the first day and the hesitation and where's my locker stuff. But then by the end of September, we were kind of into the groove of it. You know, we were we were into the semester, we were into the year, we had found ourselves and we felt what? Smarter. Right. We felt older, a little more well, advanced. Also because I may just tell you that summer break, you feel like you're missing a lot of the people you see often. You only see the kids in your neighborhood, right? So right. it's always nice to go back to that extended group that you love, right? So right. So that's something too. I wish we could do that with work. Like I wish work would just break from June to September. And yeah. Then when you came back in September, you would be totally refreshed and you would love your job again. You know, I, I you know, I'm going to petition for that at my office. Let's see how that works. Okay, let's see how it works. <laughs> well, for now, try these four steps and uh, hopefully it'll bring a little September back into your life, which is a good thing. Yes. We appreciate your joining us today on this podcast. We do it every week. So uh, we'll be right back in seven days and uh we're going to talk about lisa's 60th birthday next week because it's Woo. coming up uh, but age is just a number as maury frequently said and we'll share some <laughs> of his quotes on that i need back. those i'll need those yeah. next week <laughs> thanks for everybody who's seeing tuesdays with maury the play as it is touring around the state of michigan it is uh, currently finishing its run as we record this in uh kalamazoo and uh, when you hear this podcast it'll be in Grand Rapids at the Wealthy Theater in Grand Rapids. So go enjoy that if you get a chance and you're in that area. Until we talk to you again, on behalf of Lisa Goitz, I'm Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday people.